Sounds like we have a another storm coming in. I hope that you are safe where you are. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. <clears throat> and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible. Episode number 657 where I simply read the Holy Bible, the Word of God in the King James Version each day. <coughs> in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 1 through 9. Shall we all pray? If you are a child of God, please pray. If you're born again, if you're saved, join me in prayer. Don't listen to me pray. You pray to God yourself. That's where the power is. You're listening to me prayer. Listening to my prayer, listening to me pray, does not really benefit you. You must pray for yourself. Pray for your family and pray over your prayer list. Let's pray. Holy Father God, <clears throat> hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, have your will and way with this, in this storm that is pressing down upon us. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for the sunshine and the rain. And uh, I praise you and I thank you for hot weather and cold weather and in between. I 
praise you and I thank you for your mercy, your love, and your grace, which is everlasting and amazing. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, sitting at your right hand, your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, <coughs> Lord, increase our faith as we pray. Based upon your Holy Word, we praise you and we thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Lord God in heaven, day by day, for we have been in many storms, sometimes, Lord, it seemed like we wouldn't make it, but we made it. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years as well. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon us all who are saved and born again in my family, <clears throat> as I have been praying, Lord, all day. And Holy Father God, I pray for uh, your, for those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, and in this uh, uh, country, and in the world. For Jesus Christ's sake, please, Lord, forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those, Lord, who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. <clears throat> and fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Deliver us tonight from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right and to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Help us tonight to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight uh, that you will save the soul of those who are lost, Lord, in uh, my family. Uh, Lord, help us to realize that with this storm pressing down upon us, uh, Lord, uh, that this could be very well our last night on earth. And so, Lord, I pray for the salvation of my wife, uh, Marika White, I pray, Lord, for the salvation of her family, my family, 
Uh, and uh, Lord, I thank you for the privilege and the joy and the confidence that I led all of my children to you when they were seven years old on their birthdays. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you will help them to examine themselves in the faith and to make sure that they're saved. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you will indeed help everybody who is saved to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. And uh, Lord, we pray tonight uh, that you would revive those who are saved, save those who are lost in this country and around the globe. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you would revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. And Lord, I pray tonight that you would surround us once again with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire as another storm bears down on us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us through many storms and tornadoes and hurricanes and high winds. And Lord, I pray tonight that you would do it again for your glory, your praise, and your honor. My faith looks up to you. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight that you would indeed, Lord, uh, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. At the same time, Holy Father God, I thank you, uh, Lord, for all of my distresses and afflictions. I thank you, Lord, and take pleasure in all of my tribulations and troubles, trials and tribulations and tests and tensions. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will uh, help us to do exactly as you have taught us to do from your holy word. At the same time, Lord, any burdens, any tribulations, any troubles, any trials, any thing along those lines that you can deliver us from without uh, taking anything away from what you're doing in our lives and how that you're keeping us humble. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. Thank you, Lord, for the relief of $20,000 for student loans for young people across the country and around the globe. 
And Lord, I am praying still for all of it to be forgiven starting next year. If you should tarry your coming and if you would allow us to live. And Holy Father God, I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. And uh, Lord, I thank you for remembering mercy, love, and grace uh, in the midst of chastisement and rebuke. Lord, in the church, punishment in the world, uh, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. For all of it is due your name. And Lord, I pray for the salvation of every lost soul that's in this storm right now. Uh, for Lord, uh, uh, this may very well be uh, their life uh, being over tonight, our lives being over, for tomorrow is not promised us. And so, Holy Father God, help everybody to look to you, to come to know your Savior, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And Lord, uh, protect the people and be with the people and prepare the people who will come after us in this storm across the nation and Holy Father God I pray tonight I pray that you bless and protect my family bless and protect all of the families in this audience tonight I pray that you protect Lord all people who are saved across this country and around the globe we pray for the salvation of those who are lost and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, place upon us all the whole arm of God. Surround us all with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And protect, Lord, all Christian people tonight from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil. And from the demons of hell and from all evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world, and from all demonic monstrosities. And Lord God in heaven, I pray tonight that uh, you would indeed uh, help us tonight to have everything we do and say to be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word on the family, to preach your Holy Gospel, and to pray for others by name. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead.
I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing tonight, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. <clears throat> I said in mine heart, Go to now, I will prove thee with mirth. Therefore enjoy pleasure, and behold, this also is vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad, and of mirth, what doeth it? I sought in mine heart to give myself unto wine, yet acquainting mine heart with wisdom, and to lay hold on folly, till I might see what was that good for the sons of men which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life. I made me great works, I builded me houses, I planted me vineyards, I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kind of fruits. I made me pools of water, to water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens, and had servants born in my house. Also I had great possessions of great and small cattle, above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold, and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men singers and women singers, and the delights of the sons of men, as musical instruments, and that of all sorts. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word in this particular book that we're reading right now. All of your holy word is rich and good. Help us to take heed to it. Help us to understand it and to comprehend it and to apply it to our lives, to obey it and to teach it to others and to preach it to others. The whole counsel of God and to preach the whole gospel of God to everybody regarding your son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins and was buried and rose from the dead by your power. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. 
ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. This is Daniel White the third, son of Bishop Daniel White, Jr., president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 186, <clears throat> if you will. And tonight we're at Psalm 1821. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. Here the assertion of purity is repeated both in a positive and a negative form. There is, I have, and I have not, both of which must be blended in a truly sanctified life, glory be to God, constraining and restraining. Grace must each take its share. The words of this verse refer to the saint as a traveler carefully keeping to the ways of the Lord and not wickedly, that is designedly, willfully, persistently, defiantly, with a nasty attitude to boot, with uh, a disdain for God and, and got an attitude towards God and hatred towards God and doing it because you're bitter and angry at God and all of that. I'm adding a whole lot of this. Spurgeon is not the only one who has some anointing. Defiantly forsaking the ordained pathway in which God favors the pilgrim, the pilgrim with his presence. Observe how it is implied in the expression and have not wickedly departed. You know, some people have departed from the Lord. Some people have wickedly departed from the Lord. But have not departed from, wickedly departed from my God, that David lived habitually in communion with God. How about you, dear saint? You, you claim to be a Christian. Do you live consistently in communion with God? See, one of the tests of being sanctified and holy is whether or not you can uh, be in communication with God, in communion with God. See, because see, if you're doing evil, you're not going to want to go and talk to God. God's not going to have it. The fellowship is already broken until you start talking about confessing your sins and repenting of your sins. Ain't nothing happening there. And knew him to be his own God, whom he might speak of as my God. Okay. 
let me just go ahead on and say this for the first time in the history an ancient nation has chosen it's not about black and white or brown and white I know you want to make it into that it's not about that has chosen a, a Hindu I don't have time to deal with this tonight I will unpack it a little bit later in writing and uh, in speech see this is what this is what people of today don't understand now and this cat is very smart and and I, I like the energetic way that he has about him uh, he walks with a determination and uh, and all of that and he's very smart and so he may be able to solve some of the initial financial problems. I'm just going to tell you. But if he's not a believer in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he's a believer in multiple gods and fake gods and phony gods, England, England is doomed. That's all I'm going to say about it tonight. God never departs. God never departs from his people. Let them take heed of departing from him. God never departs from his people. Let them take heed. Let them take heed of departing from him. Now you're going to get into some trouble with God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. And Lord, as you know, in all of my 43 years of knowing you as my Savior and my God, your holy word has never disappointed me. I'm always, I mean, as many times as I have read it, I'm just blown away at the power and the richness and the depth of your holy word. Thank you for it. Help us to take heed to it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen and amen. We're still in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. I guess my... Uh, my daughters, Daniqua and Danielle, and my son, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, want us to stay here a while. And it's okay with me because this is, this is, see, see, some people, some parents, and even some pastors, they, they want to wax eloquent when it's time to talk to the teenagers and the children. When you're the problem, parents, husband and wife, the husband and the wife, you, you're the problem, you people, you people. And so we, we need to stay here a while. Yesterday morning I had my wife to change um, a few things on what I was going to talk about. And she saw this part still here. She, I, normally she doesn't ask about things like this. She asked, did she, did, did, did uh, I want her to take that off? I said, no, leave that right there. We're going to talk about 
We're going to talk about the husband and the wife. That's what I told her yesterday. And and my children have uh, kept it on there for some reason. And that's fine with me. This is our fifth day. And you need to hear it. Because this is the reason, this is one of the reasons why your marriage is not working. And that's why you're talk, thinking about divorce. Uh, right now. Because you won't do what God tells you to do. See, some of you people think you're saved, but you don't understand the principle. That it's a simple principle that God operates from. And I told my wife this. I've told, I've told her this for years. She's never learned the importance of understanding that once you are saved, salvation is all of grace. It's grace and all of that. Okay, you don't have to, you don't have to try to work your way into heaven. Just believe in Christ. It's grace, by God's grace. And, and, and your life ought to be lived by God's grace with the help of the Holy Ghost. But in God's world, not your world, but in God's economy, uh, God operates based upon once you get saved and you're a child of God, uh, yes, he blesses you with general blessings like everybody else. But the special blessings, the things that you really want and so forth and so on, that is based upon whether or not you are going to obey God and obey his commandments, my friend. This false demonic teaching that has gone on on TBN and CBN and uh, uh, Daystar and uh, even CBN and other places, and I, I love all of these people, I'm not mad at anybody, has messed up many, many Christians, many families, and many churches. And pastors who taught this foolishness, that, that this, this super grace where, you know, no matter what you do, you could be shacking up, you could be a homosexual, you can commit adultery and, you know, just go right on by and, 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 and you expect God to bless you anyhow. It, it doesn't work that way, my friends. No. You limit your blessings. You limit yourself when you sin against God. See? And uh, you don't want to do that. And I told my wife that yesterday, I, but I've told her this for 34 years. That somehow, one of the things you're going to learn as a child of God is that God blesses obedience. He never has blessed disobedience, and he never will. You cannot put God in that. And so that you can be blessed, he's going to teach you the lesson of obedience through chastisement and rebuke if you are his child. Other than that, you are a bastard. If, that, if you're not learning that, if you're not being chastised and you're not learning that, you're a bastard. Now, all this for, I don't, care, I don't care what you have to say about it. All this false teaching that you can do all of the hell you want to do and be blessed anyway, that, that, that does, that's not biblical. Now, you see, people who are lost or religious and lost, that's what they want. They want to do their evil and still be blessed. God does not operate that way. He can't operate that way. He's holy. See, so he's not going to do that. General blessings like the rain we just got. 
that scared some of you all. Uh, the sunshine, food, to, you know, basic foods, to, foods to eat. God will do that for He does that for everybody because He's a loving God. But He's not. Uh, he's not going to bless you with the special blessings, the special privileges, the favor, the special opportunities, and things like that. The rich blessings of God. You're not getting that until you learn obedience, my friend. Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That goes for the marriage and the family, sister, pastor's wife. Goes for you too. You don't obey your husband, you, you're disobeying God. You don't submit to your husband, you, 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 you're not submitting to God. You disrespect your husband... You're disrespecting God. Husbands, if you don't love your wife and you are, you are a, a, a character, you are a piece of work, and you don't love your wife, not by your little messy love. We're talking about God's love, man. It's, it's, it comes from God through you. I know, I know there are women who don't want to hear that. They want to hear some Holocaust romance garbage. That ain't, that's not about anything, and that's not going to keep the marriage together. And you won't even get to the point of where you have the benefits of marriage. Deep benefits of marriage. So some of you have not even allowed yourself to stay married long enough so that you can reap the benefits of marriage, man. You have to stay in the stock market of marriage, if you will, to reap the benefits down the road. You got to keep putting in and stay right there until you... And God, God will bless you with benefits. Even what some would call a bad marriage, longevity in marriage has its place. Verse 33, nevertheless, let every one of you, in particular, he talk, he, God is, is talking to men, talking to you and to me. Uh, don't be trying to put it off on anybody else. And see, you can't, just like you can't fake Christianity, you can't fake love, man. <laughs> Do you hear me? No, sir. No, ma'am. You can't fake it. You can't fake being saved, and you can't fake God's love. It's either there or it's not. You can't fake this stuff. That, that not, not only goes for the spouse, for your wife in particular in this case, but it goes for love you ought to have for your children from the God. There's no love outside of God. Man, woman, please. All this stuff y'all be talking about. Uh -uh. God is the owner of love. You don't have any real love. That's why you need to be born again so that you can experience God's love yourself. And so that that love is shared abroad in your heart towards your wife and your children and towards other people. There's no love outside of God's love. I'm sorry. And that's the kind of love that God is talking about in this passage between a husband and a wife. Yes, there's family love, eros love, and okay, that's what they, you know, Greek and all of that. And I hope you have some of all of that right there too. But the agape love is what you need for a long-term marriage. And you win. Win-win.
when the marriage stays together. See. I won't give you two cents for for uh, people who are divorced and remarried and so forth and so on. You seem to like Charles Stanley. He didn't know he never remarried. He knows better. By the grace of God, he's kept himself together on that. You know, you know why he didn't get married? Because he fears God. He fears Jesus. I don't care if you like it or not. You can you can try to create your own theology all you want to, like like many of you do. But he fears God. He doesn't fear his wife. He doesn't fear his son. He doesn't fear the church. He don't. Uh, he fears God. That man fears God. That's easy. That I can't do that. And you know what God has done for him? Look at what God has done for him. Look what God has done for Charles Stanley. His ministry got even more powerful. He, he probably, to living today, his ministry is larger than all other ministries around the world. And he can flat shuck the corn too. You know that. You know Charles Stanley can preach now. Another thing that God did for Charles Stanley, he didn't try to do it. God attracted black folk to a white pastor. Every time you turn, he didn't have to have a symposium on it. and Sit up on a stage and talk about why we don't love each other as black and white people. He just preached the word. and He loves all people. The God kind of love attracts people like that. If you're called to be a pastor like that. And they sit up there, the black folks sit up there right beside the white folks. They don't try to make it look like that. That's just what they do. So love his wife even as himself. But like I have told you, and like even the promise keeper CEO is saying now, love is not always nice. Love can have have a crazy look in his eyes. <laughs> that help you to understand. I'm not playing with you. You're not gonna go to Starbucks with your girlfriends, or to the movies, or to the Bahamas with your girlfriends. You're gonna stay home with me and your children, and you're gonna change their diapers, and you're going to wash those dishes, and you're gonna fix us some food. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> Look at you. Yes, sir, really. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to do. And the wife, see that she reverence her husband. That means respect her husband. That means you do what he tells you to do. If he, even, watch this. Um. Uh, if he has some concerns about the church you are going to and and concern about this handsy pastor or deacon or something in the church and he tells you that I'm not going there anymore, I'm, go I'm going to another church uh, and no matter how much you like it, you're going with him, that's what you better do. Ah, nah, that's my church. He can go to his own church. No, no, you, you, need, to go with, you need to go with him. You need to submit and go to the church he's going to. All right, my beloved. Uh, my children may have me in this passage again last night, and that's fine. And they may have me in this passage because they don't want to go to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3, 
where I, I deal with the young people. That's fine too. I, 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 I can I can change it, you know. But uh, uh, I, I I I'll just go with what they have. Let's pray for families, other families, and let's pray for other people. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the healing of families that know you as Savior. I pray for the salvation of the families that are lost. And Lord, forgive us of our sins as those who uh, name the name of Christ. For Lord, as you know, and you're so loving, you don't even want to come down hard on us, but thank you for the chastisement we are getting. And I believe that you have spewed the Laodicean church out of your mouth. Um, but I pray that you will forgive us of our wicked sins, of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. Help us to repent of it. And Holy Father God, yes, I pray for the millions. But Lord, thank you for allowing us to pray for a few by name with the help of my daughter, Daniqua Grace White, who has done this faithfully and uh, caring for the souls of other people. We have prayed for people by name who have suffered from the coronavirus plague. And now we're hearing a triple plague pandemic is going to be happening, is happening, starting already this fall and winter. So, Lord, we pray for the people that you will let your will be done in all of our lives. And uh, I pray for a few by name. I pray for the family and friends of New York resident Dustin Dumris. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Christy Reinwalt Fuller. Tomorrow night, we need to go all the way down the pike to make sure all the way down the list. We pray for the family and friends of Missouri resident Bob Atkinson. And Lord, comfort these people as only you can, as well as the millions. And Lord, we pray for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years, and even these by name. We pray for them, and we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And we pray for Moshe by name. <clears throat> Please deliver him from drunkenness and give him good health. Please save and bless his family and help his son to do well in the interview at a new school. We pray that you would please save and bless his friends and bless their relationships. We pray, Lord, for Marie Grace. Please bless her with the right place to stay where she can live her own life away from people who practice witchcraft and voodoo and make drugs and from criminal activity. Please give her peace and justice in her life and surroundings. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please be with him and bless him. Uh, bless Pastor Rushibi, and we join him in thanking you for lost souls being saved and people healed and delivered 
Lord, continue to rest your power upon Pastor Bushibi and all of the people who serve in that ministry and church to keep on winning souls under very difficult circumstances. Protect, Lord, our children from the devil and bless their outreaches and efforts toward that purpose. Please heal Sister Dora. Please provide for their churches and deliver their churches from economic hardships, family disputes, insecurity, starvation, and poverty. Please deliver Kenya and all of Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls, who new born-again uh, people who have gotten just gotten saved, basic needs for orphans and widows, food and water, church planning and construction ministry, financial resources. Now, Lord, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the ministry, and uh, Lord, uh, help them all to grow in the faith and to become strong Christians that you want them to be. Candelario, Jermaine, Jelly, Evangeline, Penny, Umbeco. And we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Linio, Dorcas, Alimi, Noma Quizzi, and Sheldon. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you are not saved, if you don't know whether or not you're going to go to heaven or hell when you die, Jesus Christ said to you and to all of us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Understand that you are a wicked, evil, ungodly, depraved sinner. So is the Pope, so is the Dalai Lama, so is even Joel Osteen, and so is yours truly standing before you tonight. And no doubt I'm a bigger sinner than those three. So we all have sin against God. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there's a great punishment for sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. This includes physical death from this life and eternal death in that awful place called hell. Uh, we die because of our sinful nature and our sins. There's nothing good in us. That's why we can't go to heaven because all we're going to do is try to produce sin and uh, try to rob God of his glory. He can't let us into heaven uh, because we're depraved and wicked. We are sin factories. So uh, we die because of sin. That's, that's uh, uh, a serious matter. Uh, the Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. And if you die, having not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, if you don't believe in him and believe in his gospel, you're going to go to that awful place called hell. Uh, Jesus Christ preached about hell and hellfire more than anybody in the Bible. 
he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. And so, dear friend, believe in him. That's all he requires of you. It's all done by his grace and mercy and love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Now, dear friend, that's love for you. Nobody can accuse God of not loving you. Nobody can accuse his son, Jesus Christ, of not loving you. Nobody can accuse God of putting them in hell. You're putting yourself in hell because you love darkness more than you love light. You love sin and evil more than you love righteousness and godliness. And God is about righteousness and godliness and holiness. So you can't be with him unless you uh, go through his son, Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and pray with me the sinner's prayer. For the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's pray. Repeat after me phrase by phrase if you want to be saved from hell and go to heaven. Believing in your heart that Jesus Christ died for all of your sins. He paid for all of your sin debt. He was buried and rose on the third day. So he's sitting at the right hand of God. Ready to receive you when you come. So let's call upon his name and ask him to save you. Because I'm already saved. Holy Father God, repeat after me. I admit that I am a sinner. I've done evil in your sight. Repeatedly. And I deserve to go to the burning hell. Because I do not deserve to go to your holy heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me. Please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me not to be the same. Help me to turn from my wicked ways and to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the newness of life. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that sinner's prayer with me, then according to the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved, you are now born again, and you're saved from hell, and you're saved to heaven by his grace, by his mercy, 
by his love. You didn't have to join a church. You didn't have to give any money to the church. You didn't have to uh, help people out or do any work like that to go to heaven. Simply believed. You simply believed, as I did some 43 years ago, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did the saving. So, dear friend, if you want to grow in the faith and stand strong in the faith, I have a little free book for you. Go to GospelLightSociety.com. You can download the book within two or three minutes and start reading. And the name of the book is What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It will give you the next steps of what you should do as a Christian and how to grow as a Christian and become a Christian disciple for the Lord. You can also email us on whatever email that's on your platform, or you can email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and ask any questions you want to ask. And we have more material to send you. And you can ask for prayer. And uh, uh, you can send in a prayer request. If you're going through a difficult time, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. And may God keep you. Until next time, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow night. Until then, pray without ceasing. And simplify. Always faithful. That's the Marine boys. The Air Force boys say simple, supra. Always above. Keep your heart and mind. Stay on God and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow if the Lord tears is coming and he allows me to live.